Hello, welcome everybody to the first talk of this um, session. Um, I would like to thank you. I'm very glad that I was invited to present on uh, transnational networks and the digital age, a topic I became interested in in the past eight, nine, um, ten years when observing and witnessing and also experienced um, the um, rapid expansion of ICT in private and business life. And at that time, um, telephone calls over the internet was deemed to be the latest technological revolution. And um, um, if you keep that in mind, I believe the, um, the rapid expansion of ICT and its diffusion in all aspects of social uh, life um, becomes also striking. What I'm quite passionate about this topic, um, the mediatization of social life and also its interrelations between ICT, the interrelations between ICT and migration, um, it's still a topic that until recently and more precisely until the Arab Spring has not received much attention by migration scholars or policy makers or um, foundations and donors, which is also one of the reasons why much research in this area is still marked by individual studies, um, more or less with a case study approach, focusing on one specific immigrant group, um, conducted by scientists at a rather early stage in their scientific career, uh, while instead longitudinal large end data and cross-country comparison are um, largely missing. And because of the specific research situation, I decided to um, do three bachelor courses, so bachelor uh, courses in which bachelor students um, would learn how to write their final theses, dedicated to the topic as a first exploration of the field. And what I'm going to present today is very much inspired by these courses. And um, from a conceptual point of view, theoretical point of view, also within the literature, we don't find much um, theories um, considering the linkage between migration and ICTs, but what we find uh, found is um, that there is some consideration, particularly in transnational studies. And this is why I would like to start with um, transnationalization. And you all know, no, this is not working, okay, you all hear this, transnationalization. And um, you are aware that transnationalization, transnational studies are now one of the leading paradigms um, in the social science, but in migration research as well. Um, different perspectives on the nexus between search relation and migrants' networks have emerged that had on the one hand led to a diffusion and rapid establishment of transnationalization as a general field of study and approach, um, but also to transnational concepts being criticized as hollow and trendy catch-all phrases for all kinds of cross-border types. So while one mourn the unspecific use of the term, others um, add to it um, uh, to add to its uncertainty also by claiming far-reaching consequences of transnationalism, sometimes without even providing substantial empirical evidence. Nevertheless, transnationalization uh, and transnational studies of a genuine approach, I believe, to the analysis of cross-border ties, um, highlighting also the linkages between migration and ICT. And this is why I would um, 
shortly summarize um, three common assumptions and ideas implicitly or ex explicitly related to transnational migration. Here they are. Uh, the first is that new travel and communication technologies, um, ICT, foster migrant networks and um, transnationalism. The second is that transnational relations affect and also potentially restrict the local embeddedness and integration of migrants. Integration you find here in in, in brackets, because um, I assume you're all aware on the debates, on the use of the term integration, this is why I'm not going to go into it. So uh, here this belief that while the exchange relationships over long distances and across nation, uh, nation states would become strong, social contacts in residential areas and cities would grow weak. And the third assumption is that um, because of transnationalization, new transnational social fields or that, which are also called transnational social spaces would emerge that would transform social, cultural, economic, and political life patterns in the countries of origin and the countries of destination. And I'm citing these three assumptions because they constitute a point of reference for both the contribution today and um, the paper. Today, in this contribution, I'm uh, um, going into um, the first two assumptions, so the role of ICT in migrant networks and transnationalism, and second, the question of transnational and local embeddedness. The third is the most, perhaps the most interesting, but also the most complex um, assumption, and due to time constraints, I'm not considered in my speech today. Um, <clears throat> so the aim of this contribution is then to shed a fresh light on the role that ICT play in migrant networks and dynamics and explore also the real structures, the real empirical structures and the extent of transnational social phenomena as well as social spaces. Um, empirical evidence is drawn from bachelor theses. Today, what I'm going to present today, it's bachelor theses um, written in the, in the winter term 2012-2000. 13, all students received a template questionnaire on the use of ICT and the impacts on social relations, and then also a guideline for semi-structured qualitative interviews, which they then adapt to their specific research question. So they were applying both quantitative and qualitative methods, and in total some 100 questionnaires and 30 qualitative interviews um, on transnational social life were conducted and analyzed. The overall topic, the overall theme was the transnationalization of social life in um, Austria and particularly Vienna and the role that ICT plays in it. And the students interviewed both migrants and non-migrants. And they were asked to distinguish between several uh, types of transnationalization, though they were asked to distinguish between transnational relations, transnational networks, and transnational social fields or spaces, according to Pries. So let's rush then to the empirical findings, which are, of course, the most uh, um, relevant part for this uh, contribution, and how the, and the question how ICT how do ICT impact on transnationalism and migrants network, and if perhaps this particular perspective, this focus on ICT, might offer new insights insights into the transnationalization paradigm in the social science. The role of ICT. How do ICT impact on migrant networks and transnationalism? Um, I think I can. Yeah. 
come a bit closer to this. So, uh, in the students' papers and works, we found substantial empirical evidence that ICT enable cross-border relations. Um, just to give you one example, um, a time comparison between exchange students who left um, Austria before 1999 and after 2008 show that uh, ICT facilitate more frequent, more constant, and also wider social uh, contacts in the sense that they include also contacts to so-called um, third country nationals. These contacts are, however, not primarily personal communication, but non-personal communication, um, such as social media, Skype chats, and SMS uh, on mobile phones. And um, I'm going back to this in a few minutes. Um, the second um, finding that was very relevant and that emerged from the research papers was that ICT was also used to build up migrant networks. I'm citing here the case of um, Hungarian informal caregivers in uh, Austria and particularly in Vienna. Um, this is a, a kind of labor migration where uh, informal, um, uh, informal Hungarian caregivers would migrate to um, Austria, um, attend elderly persons or disabled persons in Austrian families for uh, two weeks in a row and then go back to spend the other two weeks of the month um, as uh, family time. And of course this um, alternating of, 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 of work shift and work terms required also the cooperation of some other persons who might um, um, fulfill the duties within this Austrian family while the person is absent. And what we found in this particular case study was that um, in this end Facebook was used really to build up a kind of, of migrant network in the sense that they used, they created a Facebook group, Facebook group and they used this Facebook group to exchange information about working opportunities, um, uh, legal aspects related to it, um, all kinds of informational and organizational stuff, where to find a new um, um, employer, which Austrian families um, would need um, um, someone to alternate, to communicate between each other and among each other, also with regard to the services that they would render to uh, the elderly or disabled people. So it was also a kind of informal uh, um, work training and um, all kinds of information circulated within this um, informal, this Facebook group of informal caregivers in the uh, Vienna context. And the second, uh, the third um, empirical finding that I found most relevant from the papers and students' works was that ICT was, um, uh, was um, identified not only to boost up migrant transnationalism but also the transnationalism of non-migrants. For example, in a survey with uh, 18 Austrian students, um, 72 declared that they maintain frequent contact across national borders and 45% affirmed that they will do so on, uh, also on a daily basis. Yeah, and once again, the kind of technology um, applied is informative. The majority used, again, non-personal communication tools. 90% used social media, Facebook and Twitter to keep up with the life of the others. And 80, only 80% 80 um, used uh, emails. And this is really a change what we see, um, for example, in comparison to the Austrian exchange students who left Austria before 1999. Here we really find uh, that they used more direct communication tools like telephone calls and it completely changed in only um, eight or nine years' time. <gasps> okay, I'm rushing on. I just I have only four minutes left. Okay, well, I, I, I did it at home and I had plenty of time to speak. Okay, um, second, the question of 
the question of uh, transnational and local embeddedness. Um, this is a question of either or that was discussed also in the morning session. So uh, are transnational lives really excluding the integration in local? And what we found in the, uh, in the students' work is that they are not necessarily including, excluding uh, one another, but that, for example, age plays a decisive, a pivotal role here. So while the so-called first generation um, we found strongly engaged in transnational activities and also strongly identified with the countries of origin. The so-called second generation shows a more denationalized consciousness uh, in the sense that they do not identify with none, one nation, the nation of the country of origin of the parents or the country of, uh, of destinations we are now living uh, in, but they could come as a state, they could come from everywhere, together with a very strong local emotional bondage. So the majority of the interviewed second generation in this case, Croatian refugees clearly identified with Vienna at their primary center of life. <laughs> now, coming to the, rushing to the conclusions. Um, so, first of all, what I would like to stress here is that ICT do play a pivotal role in uh, migration, both at the individual level in terms of how migrants organize their lives uh, with relations to families and friends, but also on the group level and the meso level by building up networks. And there were also some indications with regard to migration systems. As you might know, uh, the um, Austria, um, uh, no, uh, Hungary, and also the, 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 the countries of the former um, Yugoslavian, uh, Yugoslavian state, they all formed together the Habsburg Empire and also here we would uh, be able to, to draw on some uh, common historical past and also legacies. But I'm not going to go <laughs> too much into depth into this, but what I want like to stress and emphasize here is that we found a very direct relation between the technolog technological opportunities for and the living of transnational life, which affects migrants, yes, but also non-migrants. Um, ICT showed to have a huge impact on migrant networks and decisions. They offer a low-cost infrastructure for networking and also for information exchange, a greater communication fre frequency and also range, but less profoundness. And some of the interview partners declared that it would lead to a kind of informationalization of social relations in the sense that there would be more information on the individual life of the persons, but less active involvement in the in the life of, of others. And um, to 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 uh, to make a um, uh, linkage with the study of transnationalism. Um, I would like to stress that in transnational studies, its migration is seen as a root cause for transnationalism and migration studies, which is then strengthened by ICT. But our research instead suggests that transnationalization is a much broader social phenomenon induced by ICT, which manifests itself in a general increase of cross-border social relations. Um, of migrants and non-migrants, and a kind of a denationalized consciousness. And if you if you look at this process of transnationalization from this broader perspective, then the question is: um, is um, how is transnationalization affecting particular groups of people? And then it comes down to migrants and students that have been interviewed as very specific groups of the population and very mobile population groups also. So, and with this reflection on transnationalism in the digital age, I come to an end. And I still have one minute. <laughs> Not so bad. Okay, thank you very much and I'm welcoming your comments.